Welcome to the Daily Hammer, your daily news source when it comes to the Atlanta Braves as part of the Talking Chop Podcast Network. My name is Sean Coleman. Hope wherever you are and wherever you're listening, you're certainly having a great start to your Tuesday. And yes, it's officially been seven weeks since the Braves won the 2021 World Series Championship. Now, the thing that I'll say is this, is that while this, you know, is, we try to make this the daily news source when it comes to the Atlanta Braves, not much news is out there to talk about. That doesn't mean, though, there's still, that there's not plenty of content to still look at, and that's what we enjoy doing every single time. And certainly thank you for your consistent support when it comes to the Talking Chop Podcast Network with the Daily Hammer, the Talking Chop podcast, as well to the as the Road to Atlanta podcast. Make sure you send some good mailbag questions in for the Talking Chop podcast, which will be coming out later on this week. Of course, you can find all the great podcast content at TalkingChop.com, as well as at TalkingChop across all forms of social media. My name's Sean Coleman. You can find me at StatsSAC. When it comes to the Braves, here's the latest from Atlanta. So obviously not a lot going on. With the fact that the MLB lockout is still ongoing and we're getting now into the fact that there's just not going to be a lot of effort put towards it. Now, we're in the holiday season, you know, Christmas or or whatever version of the holiday season you celebrate. Obviously, those are all going on. Then we have the new year. A few weeks here to where there's just not much reason from either side to have emphasis on trying to get this, you know, lockout resolved. And which is why over the weekend, it was certainly indicated that it would be January, really, before major efforts would be put forth trying to get things done. But let's look at a few storylines that we know are out there when it comes to the Braves, but also that potentially could be out there in terms of the futures of Braves players that currently are on the roster. Obviously, the big storyline once the lockout ends is getting Freddie Freeman under contract for several more years. Indications certainly still seem to favor that being the case, but obviously, until it's done, you don't know for sure. But I do feel that Freddie Freeman looking to keep him in a Braves uniform for as long as possible moving forward, he's not the only future worth looking to extend further than the Braves may have control over some of these players in terms of players on the roster. There are three other players that I think it would be reasonable to, within the next year, for the Braves to have extension talks with. And that starts with shortstop Dansby Swanson. Now, Swanson is coming off what you would consider to be a career year. But the thing that stands out to me about Dansby Swanson is the fact that finally health was there. His above average power stroke was there, though he certainly did struggle with strikeouts and batting average. You know, decent to good defense was there as well. Basically, he put a full campaign together where he backed up what myself and many others have said for a few years that if Swanson can get health on his side, he can show he can be a two to three, you know, a war player per year, B-War, F-War, whatever you want to use, he showed he could be of that value of player when it came to his production. And so being a year away from free agency, Dansby Swanson has to be smiling ear to ear, looking at some of the contracts these shortstops are getting. Corey Seager over $300 million. Javier Baez, $160 million. Carlos Correa, Trevor Story, still out there. Both likely to get, you know, uh, upwards of 100 to 200 million, you know, as far as contracts go for shortstops with significant potential going forward. Well, Dansby Swanson's not on the level of any of those players, you know, in terms of their potential or at least their track records. However, 
If Dansby Swanson is seeing these contracts and he feels confident he could put together another offensive season in 2022 like he did in 2021, you have to feel confident Dansby Swanson feels like that he can get a contract commitment in the upper eight figures or maybe into the nine figures when it comes to his potential free agency after this year. We're talking about a contract commitment of maybe four or more years at 15 to 20 million per year at least. If Dansby Swanson puts up another two to three, you know, wins above replacement type year in 2022. So if that's the case, it becomes a very interesting conversation when it comes to a potential extension for Dansby Swanson. You, of course, have his production and the value of it, you know, again, potentially being in that 15 to 20 million dollar a year range. But you also know how much Dansby Swanson is beloved by the fan base, how much he loves the fan base, loves Atlanta, the connection between him and his hometown team. That certainly does matter. But I think when it comes to the Braves and for Dansby Swanson both, it probably is a situation you simply let play out. For the Braves, you gain an idea of just how, you know, sustainable his success from this year will be. And for Dansby Swanson, if you can do exactly that, all you're doing is just increasing the likelihood you have a very valuable payday. So I think talks could happen. I think unless the Braves are willing to come up with a contract extension at like five years, 75 to $80 million, or maybe even going six to 100, 110, they're likely not going to have that much, you know, um, they're likely not going to have that much reason to really want to talk contract extension with Dan's Swanson, which I think is fine. You do have to consider the fact, obviously, that you don't really have a backup plan for Swanson, though I think that the Braves obviously would get creative if they needed to, but I do think it'll be interesting come around spring training if things are back and going good in Major League Baseball. I think that it could be interesting to see if there are any rumors or talks between Dansby Swanson and the Atlanta Braves. But besides that obvious discussion that would be had with Dansby Swanson, Due to the fact that he is a year away from free agency, there are two other players who, though they're, you know, three or more years away from free agency, I do think within the next year, and of an even higher emphasis on them than Swanson, I do think there are two other players on this roster that are worth having contract extension talks with, and I'll discuss those in just a moment. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. So while potential extension talks with Dansby Swanson may certainly carry a higher priority, obviously after the Freddie Freeman situation gets resolved, it may carry more of a priority with how close Dansby Swanson is to free agency himself being a year away. You know, it'll be interesting to see again just how much of a commitment the Braves may make if they feel that a four to five to six year commitment with 15 to 20 million dollars per year is truly something designate for Dansby Swanson moving forward. But another interesting case would be Max Freed. And without a doubt, Max Freed absolutely has earned every logical reason as to why you would want to talk with him about an extension. But the fact is, is that he's still three years away from free agency, though he's in arbitration now. And there's also the fact that with Max Freed, you know, 
is there any potential concern with the fact that there always has kind of been, you know, an understanding that with Max Reed, you're probably never going to get that guy who's going to be able to throw 200, 225 regular season innings. You know, though obviously he was outstanding in game six of the World Series. You know, with it being thought of to where Max Reed is certainly someone that can, you know, deliver in the postseason, but he also is never going to be a true workhorse, which is fine nowadays. Just how much of a commitment do the Braves want to commit beyond the three years they already control him? And I think that it's certainly worth discussing. You've seen similar southpaw pitchers who were in their late 20s with, you know, three or four years left of control who have signed contract extensions like maybe a 5 to $55 million deal like, you know, Danny Duffy did in the past, for instance. I think Freed certainly has a better track record than Duffy. But if the Braves potentially over the next year felt it made sense to go with a four- or five-year commitment where they paid Max Reed 13 to $15 million a year. Max Reed, being where he is in terms of his age and his career, he may find that it's worth wanting to lock in that type of payday, especially if there are concerns for his long-term health. I don't necessarily know that that'll play that much of a part into the equation for him. And also, you certainly would think with him being so far away from free agency, perhaps changes in the collective bargaining agreement, maybe that does something to his overall availability to become a free agent, you know, in time. But I do think that there is a, 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 a point, there is a reasonable dollar amount where the Braves are not making just too big of a commitment to Max Reed to keep him around for perhaps four or five more years or longer, while also Freed is not giving up too much for the future while locking in a big payday. I do think that there's a number there that makes sense. Five years, 55, five years, 60, maybe that makes sense because you're probably going to start seeing him, especially in 2023 and 2024, you know, already being over 10 million per year if he has another good 2022 season. So I do think that with Max Reed, it probably does make sense for the Braves to at least explore contract extensions, though I can also understand they may not want to do it until after this next year to get another year of sustained success and another year of proof that Max Reed certainly can stay healthy. That makes perfect sense as to why they may want to wait. But for me, the number one talent on this Braves roster besides Freddie Freeman to extend over the next year that I would be the most excited and I would put the highest priority on the Braves extending is Austin Riley. Now, before I talk about Riley, the reason why I didn't mention Ian Anderson is because I think with Ian Anderson, you probably are at least two years away from really having a conversation with Ian Anderson potentially about a contract extension. But I do truly feel that with Austin Riley, especially a year from now, you do have a recent blueprint or, or at least a recent reference point to go by when it comes to Austin Riley and in terms of his success. Austin Riley obviously had his breakout year in 2021 at the age of 24, a top 10 MVP can or a top 10 MVP finisher, just an outstanding year. But of course he still has four years of control left before he would be a free agent in the summer of 2025 going in to 2026. Well in 2019 Alex Bregman of the Houston Astros, after having his breakout year at the age of 24, had another top two MVP finish. He, at the age of 24 and 25, Alex Bregman finished in the top five of the MVP. After that season, 
Alex Bregman signed a five-year, $100 million extension with the Houston Astros. Now, context is very important. Part of Bregman's success, obviously, was the cheating scandal that benefited many Houston Astros hitters. And so, at the time, when Bregman took that deal, it was looked at as being a below-market deal. But, of course, Bregman probably took the payday he did because he likely knew that his success was not going to be able to last once things were found out. And Bregman's contract structure is a bit unique as he'll make $11 million or he's made $11 million or the equivalent of it in 2020, 2021. We'll make that in 2022. And then in 2023 and 2024, Bregman will be paid $28 million each year. But if Austin Riley can come in back in 2022 and have another outstanding year where maybe he's top 10, top 15 in the MVP conversation, you now have him at nearly the same age that Bregman was when Bregman signed his extension. And yes, considering all the negative things that were there with Bregman and his unique contract structure, I do at the very least think that that contract amount of like a five-year, you know, 85 to $90 million deal or a six-year, 100 to $105 million deal, I think if, if, if um, Alex Riley, or excuse me, Austin Riley, puts together another year in 2022, like he had in 2021, that type of extension number would certainly be worth the Braves throwing out there. You're not going to get the same type of discount level with Riley that you got with Acuna and you got with Ozzy Albies. And I'm sure the Braves probably want to see how this lockout plays out. They have no choice to. How this lockout may potentially impact Riley's future when it comes to free agency. But for me, once the Braves get Freddie Freeman under contract, which I still am fully confident they will do, the next person on the priority list for me is Austin Riley. Because if you can then extend Riley and get him on a reasonable contract again, maybe five, you know, years, you know, 18 to $20 million deals, six years, you know, maybe 18 to $20 million a year. If he has another season like he did last year in 2022, I'm all for that. And then at that point, you've got the next five years of a lineup that it probably, at least over the next five years, you've got a lineup that is going to stick together that is based around Freddie Freeman, Ozzie Albies, Ronald Acuna Jr., and Austin Riley. And that quartet of hitters, it is about as good as you'll find in baseball with plenty of those players still with their prime in front of them. So again, I'm not saying that an extension for Swanson or an extension for Freed or an extension for Riley are out there. And these numbers may be a bit off in terms of what you would find reasonable. But I do think that there are plenty of conversations to have with each of these players. And I do think that those contract extension numbers are at least in the ballpark of what would be reasonable to discuss. So it'll certainly be interesting to see if after they get Freddie Freeman hopefully locked up, if the Braves were to move on another one of their significant talents currently on the roster. Can't thank you enough for joining us here on the Daily Hammer, your daily news source when it comes to the Atlanta Braves. Check out the Talking Chop podcast later on this week and also the Road to Atlanta podcast at TalkingChop.com and at TalkingChop talking across all forms of social media. My name's Sean Coleman. Until next time, we'll talk to you again soon here on the Daily Hammer. More to-dos, less time, and an infinite number of tools to keep track of. Sometimes doing business has never felt harder, but you don't need a miracle to hit your goals. You can just use HubSpot. 
because their all-in-one customer platform can make growing your business infinitely easier. Imagine this, high-quality leads, fast-closing deals, wildly happy customers, and more benchmark-breaking quarters. It's not a miracle, it's HubSpot. Visit HubSpot.com to get started today.